Hi, this is Anita from Reluctant Low Carb Life. If you've been listening to my podcast, one thing you know, we talk about a couple things to do with health. We really are great believers in eating healthy, living a healthy life. And we believe in the trifecta of health, which is fullness, to eat foods that help you to feel full longer. Because if you eat foods that help you to feel full longer, then you won't have the desire to overeat or maybe turn to junk food or ride through the fast food place because you're so hungry. Freshness, food that is fresh. You know, when you eat fresh food, you're eating unprocessed foods, and that will help you to be able to not only feel full, but it just is overall better for you. And the last one is fitness. One of the things we want to, we also talk about is about sugar and about sugar, in particular sugar addiction. I can tell you firsthand that I know that sugar addiction is a very real thing, that sugar can have a grip on you and your life, and that sugar addiction is something that is, that, that really can be a part of your daily life and that many people suffer with sugar addiction. So I want to talk a little bit about, first of all, the grip of sugar. You know, sugar for many of us has a grip on us. And that is because there's so much sugar in many of the foods we eat, especially ultra-processed foods. You know, if all you did was eliminate ultra-processed foods in your life, you would eliminate a lot of the sugar in your life. And what happens too when you eat these ultra-processed foods, they have sugar in them, then it makes you want to be able to eat more sugar and to have to because because you're having the taste of sugar, so you want to eat more sugar. So sugar does have this lore to it. it it's it, there's in the brain's reward center lies this um, circuitry, you know, in the in the brain up there, which will that will basically when we eat sugar, we'll feel good. We'll feel good for a while, and then all of a sudden we have this going. It will feel down again, and then we we'll want to eat it again, so that we'll feel good again. So there's sort of like this cycle of going up and down, up and down. That is why when you eat it, when you first eat something sugary, it's like oh this feels so good. And then a little while later, you crash and you burn and you go you, you go down again. You want to eat sugar again because you want to be able to feel that same high again. So it has that sort of that feel good, let's do it again. Let's keep trying to get the sugar hit. And that's where the danger of sugar lies. Not if you're just eating a little bit of sugar, but the danger of sugar lies in this hit that you're getting that you want to go up and down. It's that cycle. It becomes like a drug. So the more you eat sugar, the more you want sugar, the more you feel you need sugar um, in your life. So, you know, there's some consequences to this whole thing with, with sugar. One would be your blood sugar fluctuations, that glucose uh, derived from sugar intake is the primary energy source. You know, when the body suddenly absent, you know, when, when sugar is suddenly absent from one diet, the blood sugar can drop, levels can drop down. The problem is that if you have blood sugar problems, and of course we know what happens is, you know, something like diabetes can happen. You know, that's one reason why those who eat a lot of that diabetes can be onset by eating too much sugar. Of course, not everyone that eats a lot of sugar gets diabetes, but many people who eat a lot of sugar do get diabetes. Um, you can have cravings and your, your appetite. You can have this yearning, you know, for, for the sugar itself. You can have, you know, your mood. You can, you can maybe miss this, if you're not, you know, cutting off on sugar, miss this sort of feel good sort of mood thing that sugar makes you feel, where sugar can make you, you actually feel good and you could be missing that. You could have some sleep disturbances, um, you know, with it that you can, the role of sugar, you know, spikes energy levels. And so, if you you know suddenly decide that you're going to cut sugar out of your life, you could suddenly become very tired and and you know moody and maybe irritable because of that all the high and everything else that sugar gave you. 
Um, you might ask and say, well, what are the long-term you know, health effects? Why does it matter whether or not I eat sugar or not? I mean, after all, aren't all these things good? I mean, you know, sugar makes you feel happy. It gives you, you know, sort of like the, the spike of happiness and all these other things. Why shouldn't I? One of the main things about it is the fatty liver disease. If you listen to some doctors today and they will tell you one thing they will say is years ago before, let's say before the 1980s or 70s, they never saw or rarely saw anyone with fatty liver disease that was not an alcoholic. You know, fatty liver disease was always the disease of an alcoholic. But today, that's not the case. They're seeing some children as young as six years old with fatty liver disease. Why? Because of the sugar. So excessive sugar can give you the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which is even an acronym for it, which is the NAFLD. They call that the non-fatty alcoholic fatty liver disease. It's so prevalent today that so many people have it that they're seeing it so much in people that are eating too much sugar are getting this non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Sugar can also, it can mess up, you know, your inflammation in your immune system. You can have a low-grade inflammation. That can also cause you to develop things such as cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and certain cancers. So all of these things and eating too much sugar it can lead to this. It can mess up your hormones, hormonal structure with eating too much sugar. Of course, you know, oral health, uh, dental decay, all of these things can make a difference if there is too much sugar in your life. You can, you know, end up with, you know, harmful, you know, cavities, gum disease, and all those other things which can be affected by too high of a sugar intake can affect your oral health. A weight gain and obesity, of course, can contribute to weight gain and obesity through eating too much sugar. Um, cardiovascular disease, you know, indulgence in sugar can play a role with cardiovascular disease where there's been, um, you know, research has shown that there can be some links between high sugar intake and the osteoporosis, that the buildup in the plaque in the arteries, which can lead to heart attacks and to stroke. So if you're looking for a way to be able to clean up some of your arteries, one way to do that is through your sugar intake. It can affect your reproductive and hormonal complications. And it can also be your psychological well-being that, you know, people have these mood swings, they have these sugar highs, these sugar lows. You know, that's why sometimes if you've ever been around um, children sometimes that are on this during Halloween time and they've just had a huge sugar spike and then all of a sudden they you know, get the sugar taken away from them and they start crying and screaming and kicking and all these other things. You know, that's the psychological effect of sugar that, you know, is having on them because they have the sugar highs and the sugar lows and it can be very hard to be able to maintain this stable you know, stability in your life, stability with your hormones when you have these um, sugars that go. So, you know, there's several things that you can do about this. First of all, is I guess to acknowledge and to say, hey, I've got a sugar addiction or I need to cut out on sugar. You know, that you could start making some um, changes. You can you, know, you could start first by even just doing something like cutting out ultra processed foods and, and eating fresh and being very intentional with any type of sugar intake you might have. If you're drinking soda, cut out soda. Soda has a lot of sugar in it. So do a lot of other drinks that you might be drinking. You might think they're healthy. They might even you know, have them at the store and say, this is a healthy drink. If you look on the back, you may find there's a lot of sugar and fruit juices and other things. So if you can you know, start making some of the dietary changes, that's the first thing that you can do to be able to help with your sugar take. You can look at your lifestyle. You can start doing more mindful eating. You can you know, look at your sleep you know, to not have a sugar-laden um, energy fix, you know, to make sure you have good sleep habits, that you're able to sleep at night. 
and you can look at stress management because a lot of times stress can send you to sugar. So if you're under stress, look for how can I manage my stress? You can look to get some kind of community support. I've talked before here about the Kick Sugar, Kick Sugar Summit. That's a great group of like-minded people. They're looking to kick sugar out of their lives. That's a great group for you to look at. We have it in some of our, our resource guide on our website. You can check out, they've got some coaching there and other things that you can do to get sugar out of your life. You can um, look to get you know, you know, some type of professional help through them. So, you know, there's all these things that you can do in your life. There is help out there if you are looking to cut out sugar. But it is one of the most important things you can do. In years ago, probably your great-grandmother or your grandmother or maybe even your great-grandmother, depending on what age you are, probably did not eat much sugar in their life. In fact, the sugar they had, they probably had in baked goods that they baked themselves. Today, our consumption of sugar is huge. Where we're supposed to be only eating something like I don't know if it, if it was something like, you know, six teaspoons or something like that a day. Most people are eating four or five times that amount in their food. So actually sugar and sugar addiction is a very real thing. If you'd like to be able to uh, read more about this, we have quite a long blog post in our Reluctant Low Carb Life about it, understanding the sugar addiction cycle. We'll put a description in our link below for you to be able to read about this. But we are great believers in that we need to all cut the sugar out of our lives. We still want to have a sweet life and have a wonderful life, but we can have a sweet and wonderful life without all the sugar there and a sugar addiction. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you will join us in this community where we look at the trifecta of health, which is basically about a fresh food, eating foods that make you full, and fitness. Thank you so much.